What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another podcast of Scarf Life. How you living, Arsenal Nation? We have a lot of exciting things to talk about this evening. I mean, it's it's a pretty slow news week. Like, we got the New England game. You know, we just lost to Minnesota. We're like fourth in the West. I mean, yeah, I think this will be a quick one. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Nothing happened. Nothing really too exciting, I think, to get into. Do we Do we still do a podcast? I mean, what no, is... No, no. I don't think there's really anything to talk about. I think we should just cancel it, and uh, we'll do a post-match quickie after New England. How does that sound? All right, and the extra. Just kidding. So... So the human in me is uh, is sad and disappointed, and the RSL fan in me is worried and disappointed. Uh, but the guy in me that has to, that not has to, that chooses to well, do a weekly the Baker, episode. But Baker, this is not about your love life. All right, don't make it weird. The guy that, uh, that does this uh, podcast, you know, multiple times a week, uh, I don't want to say I'm excited because all of a sudden there's all this content to get into, but it makes the job a little easier. Well, what, why don't we tell them what we're going to tell them, then tell them, and hopefully they figure out what we told them. So, to paraphrase one of the uh, foremost rappers of the early 2000s, Soldier Boy, tell them. That was early 2000s? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Holy cow, I'm aging. Quickly. We only have three topics for the discussion this evening, Yes. <clears throat> Something like that. Topic number one. We're going to talk about some little legal action between the Mike Petke and the Real Salt Lake. Topic number two. I promised y'all, and this is Adele, by the way, that you can come at me, yo, about DLH being an incredible owner. So we're going to read some of those comments. I'll be honest. The response was little higher quantity than I anticipated. So we might not get through all of them. We'll get through as many as we can. Some of them are repetitive. And then we'll talk a little bit about the New England game coming up this weekend, this Saturday. I keep thinking it's Sunday for some reason. It's because we, RSL, doesn't have any more Sunday or Saturday home games. That might so be it. that's why we think it's like Sunday or Wednesday. It's, it's an away game. That's, that's why. it. Just three things. So let's start it off with number one. There was a little bit of a lawsuit, <clears throat> a little bit of legal action, which, let's face it, we all knew was coming, yes? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, uh, and, and this is obviously in reference to the only thing that you'll see on RSL Twitter right now. Uh, it's talk about Mike Petke uh, and his team of lawyers actually filing the initial complaint against the uh, i forget the actual name of the organization but essentially rsl it's yes. like the, the llc um and yeah filing the paperwork in utah third district court if i remember correctly that's by far the biggest district court trust um, me i've had a little bit of experience all right alluding to legal no, trouble on the podcast sounds great <laughs> um not trouble <laughs> um so uh yeah it, it's i mean it it's like the paperwork hit, and I was shocked at the amount of future lawyers comprising RSL Nation because everyone and their mother read the entire document, essentially. Like, yeah, it was a pretty interesting read for what it's worth. Um, I will not lie. I have 
and this is not personal, personal a couple of times, but also in my professional life in the past, I have actually had to deal with a lot of legal paperwork. That was the most interesting legal document I've read in my entire life. Right. It, I mean, it, it really did make for fascinating for a fascinating read. Uh, so here's what we're going to do, because this sounds like uh, one of those discussions where uh, I need a beer. Let me crack it open. You got one, don't you? Already cracked, bro. Three steps ahead of you. Oh, what are we drinking? Just more Wasatch. Nothing too exciting. I got the Session uh, IPA. India oh. Pale Lager. <laughs> so, good stuff. It's got a dragon on the can. It can't go wrong. All right, let's get into this legal stuff. I know you know more about this than most people do. You have actually read the majority of it. So, I think you'd be shocked at how many, maybe it's just all the people I follow on Twitter, but a lot of people actually read this entire yeah. thing. Even on our page, there, there yeah. are comments of people who have read the whole thing. So, give us your take. What are the yeah. so, hot exceptions? So, basically, Petkey, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's super interesting, but like the very 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 condensed boiled down version and by very very condensed and boiled down it's still gonna be like three minutes or four minutes long get into it so petke and his lawyers claim well i mean they claim a bunch of stuff but the meat of the argument is that shall we just for i don't mean to interrupt but we do need to specify that this information mm -hmm is from Mike Petke and his lawyer. Right. And we posted right. something like on, on Twitter reminding people of that fact. Like it is this document in itself is designed to make him look the most reasonable human being involved in all this and point to the fact that he clearly is you know has been done done wrong by the club who are inept and horrible and everyone says so including the front office and there everyone's just you know, it, it's a horrible organization. Like, let's, that, that's a good reminder. I, I think that's worth noting. You, all right. Anyway, so Petke claims that um, the night of the Tigris game, which at this point he, like, actually takes some ownership of some things that happen. Um, the thing that kind of made him mad was that, uh, so you'll remember that, what was it, Nations Cup is what they were calling it? Yeah, the unimportant game midweek. Right, mid midweek friendly that didn't matter at all. No consequences there. No. So so the initial kind of like he alludes to the fact that uh, communications between him and I think Craig Weibel about how this was just terribly run run and how Liga MX was kind of strong arming uh, MLS and how we were obeying the Liga MX rules, i.e. the whole how many people can be inside the box when the uh, the goalie's taking a a goal kick and and or free kick yeah remember uh, we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, we that talked about it thinking it was nothing but apparently it was like a big deal because they're going hey we're we're playing under liga mx rules that the our league doesn't hasn't started using yet um so that was kind of the initial irk and everyone's talking about not, and everyone being that mike petke's claiming that he had communication with somebody in the front office saying how that's just uh, you know the, no one in the league wants to own this thing so right. the actual match starts uh rsl's losing 1-0 it's not going well the cat runs out so the cat this is crazy the cat image made it into the actual complaint like it it's crazy i mean are they gonna have to depose freddie Juarez's cat at this point so so it, the, it is the most famous cat in mls right now i mean at, at this point it, it hands down has way more publicity than the duck 
Like Duck needs to like yeah, that was come out with like a sex tape or something <laughs> <laughs> if if it wants to make headlines. Um, Called RSL ducking. <laughs> RSL nation. That's that's what you're listening to. Anyway, so Petke uh, in the complaint cites that uh, you know they're up one zero. The cat runs out, makes contact with the ball. The cat imp- impeded play. Uh, the ref doesn't blow the whistle. You remember they got a shot off. Oh yeah. So guy takes a shot off. Luckily it doesn't go into the back of the net. Goes right. out. Uh, the ball um, is then, uh, according to the and, and I don't remember like the exact game anymore. So this is what is all in the complaint. The ref then resets the game, gives the ball back to Tigres, and essentially yes. gives them a second second bite at the apple. I think is the actual phrase that was used in the press release by Becky's yes. lawyers. So. Tigres, it was a very upsetting play. Right. It was like, hey, they're going to take a shot at goal. It didn't go in. Okay, the cat thing actually mattered. Here's the ball again. Have another go at it. Which, as, as an RSL fan, like, make it up. Either the cat mattered or the cat didn't matter. You can't can't yes. have it both ways. That's Petke might be onto something there. Yeah, no, uh, he is absolutely onto something there. And uh, and if, if Let's be clear. That wasn't the moment that cost RSL the game. No. But... As a ref, or as a as a yeah, as a as a human coach, being, as a coach of a club, I could see why that's upsetting. It was it was the cherry on the cake. I think I would have gone with the camel that or the straw that broke the camel's back, but it really wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back. That straw is coming. So Tigris gets another shot at this, you know, at, at the goal. Uh, once again, I think it goes out, and they blow the whistle. Like that was, I think there was, yeah, like there, a, was there was no added time on yeah. top of the added time. It, it was because like a of the minute, cat the cat thing took it all up. And then it was like, all right, game's over. So Petke's mad about this. According to the, the documents him and his team of lawyers filed, he had no intention of saying anything. That's what he claims. He says, I wasn't going to say anything. Uh, he's walking out to, you know, we grab- all actually know better. Yeah, I mean, it's... Just because we know Mike Pett, but also understood. Yes, sure, this is sure. his lawyer talking. Right. Yes. Um, so he goes out and he sees his... what he. he I, I wish I had the actual like language up. Um, Paraphrase. Essentially... Well, looking right in the microphone. Sure. Essentially, he says, um, I saw my players interacting with the officials and, and, and kind of arguing... And he claims that he didn't want them getting red cards and potentially fines. So he says that he goes up to his team, and this is the part where I quote, uh, don't talk to this moron. In, n- not directly to the Abs- officials, but he, he's, he has called the official a moron within the vicinity of the official. In his defense, that official was a moron. So Yeah, yes. it, was, it, was, it was, you know, I can see why he would have said that. Um, Mike Petke gets a red card in response to that comment. So according to the documents, he goes up, says, hey, don't waste your time with this moron or don't talk to this moron. Or, but that was kind of the line. The official hears this, I imagine, gives him a red. That's when Petke, uh, and it's actually kind of strange, in the complaint, they refer to it as the P word frequently. Um, yeah. They, the so, P word means puto. Puto, yeah. Uh, I... For those of us that, you know, at this point, everyone has seen it. But the, if you, like, read the lips as he's screaming at the officials, clearly motherfucker or motherfucking is also being said. 
that doesn't make it anywhere. Unfortunately, we don't edit these podcasts, so sorry. Dude, you swear all the time. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah. how's it feel to be on the other side of this? I'm just I'm saying what was said. That's all. I'm this I try not proceed, to use this proceed. kind of language on a daily basis. Um if that language offended anybody, I'm sorry. I try not to talk like that in my day to day. I'm not. Go ahead. Um he claims that he was using that word because he knew that the official was a native Spanish speaker and was trying to uh, essentially call him a coward or, you know, quote-unquote, chicken. That's the Petke's complaint claims that as he was using that word... Hold on. He was using on, it in on, a way. Hold right, on, go hold on. It. Go back. All right. Say that whole last part again. He knew that the guy was a Spanish speaker, mm -hmm. and he wanted to insult him in Spanish. Yep. And he, called, he used the P word... Which, in his mind, after once again, don't have the actual release in front of me, was was essentially calling him a coward or or uh, uh, something close to um, chicken, like the way you and I, like the American vernacular, uses, like "don't be a chicken." Yeah, that's how Petke claims he was. What he was trying to convey was that the ref was a coward. That's what. That's the word that was in the in the actual complaint. Are you telling me mm -hmm. that? Again, you have to remember the preface to all of this, which is this is Mike Petke and Petke's lawyers. Right, right. Are you telling me that Mike Petke, according to his claim, did not mean that word in a homophobic manner? Yeah, and, and I mean, I think this goes back to the original, like, you know, what fired everybody up. It, it, it's, uh, at this point, I think it's, I mean, not even at this point. I think day two after this happened, most people recognize that Mike Petke is probably not a homophobic guy, just based off of the evidence yeah. of well, how there, he there spends is evidence his time. in the actual legal claim. Well, that's not. It's not. Don't confuse what he said with evidence. That's what like, I mean. But yeah, he, it's he, not he, evidence. Well, no, it is actually quite literally legal evidence. He is, or they are, if you want to include this probably team of lawyers yeah it is it is a team yes they're multiple. presenting legal evidence in this case anyways proceed R right it, it's um hold on one second uh yeah so he says that it, that's what he's trying to convey um after the fact which makes sense yeah it, the, it, it, at, it does at the end of the day as a human being mm -hmm. In a competitive environment, Mike Petke is an asshole, sure. and he's and that's one of the things we loved about him. Right. It, it, it's actually it's one of the few. It's uh, he alludes to that fact um, in the complaint as well. It, it's that RSL knew they were hiring a passionate coach, and um, he RSL knew we knew we talked yeah, about this the day they hired him. For remember? sure, for sure. And and he cites uh, the first incident the the freaking printer broke incident where we all fell in love with him oh, was that the first incident yeah that was the first one that was the first big one yeah that was that was like the, well he's so he's had three big ones there was the printer there was the post minnesota game and there was this one uh the fine for the first one was three thousand dollars the fine for the second one was ten thousand dollars and the fine for the third one was twenty five thousand dollars what was the minnesota one uh it was right after minnesota it was uh the find me i don't care drain oh my the bank drain account. my bank account okay yeah. that's my favorite one so uh, the the uh, he claims in the first one that the organization essentially praised him and even pointed out the fact that uh, they had gotten such positive social media engagement 
like it was it was alluded to as like oh I didn't catch that part yeah it was it was like earlier in the in the complaint about uh-huh. how you know they established this culture of like hey that's gold like, like they rewarded you, you him highlight for it. the things we should all pay attention to anyway so yeah it, it's he alludes to the fact that they knew what kind of coach they were hiring so he makes it into the tunnel um, this is where Petke uh, does say that he found a piece of paper because so everyone shares the tunnel at Rio Tinto, right? The officials, yeah, no, that part, home yeah. team, and the away team. Everyone goes down the same tunnel. Petke says that he once again got out a piece of paper and wrote the P word, as he calls it, um, and showed it to the official. Uh, once again, highlighting the fact that he was trying to call him a coward. Yeah. Um, he so that all erupts there's an investigation he gets suspended he's you know without pay um and those numbers are very clearly i mean that was the most in-depth look into actual numbers of what those mean in that complaint what, oh like the there's fines a, and stuff yeah there's yeah, a very yeah, clear yeah. how much money it was going to cost him it, it was a significant mm-hmm. amount of money i was also yeah. surprised to find out they're paying for his cell phone bill but hey his cell phone bill travel all that stuff so and i think that's one of the ways of not paying him a giant salary but still you know offsetting the cost of just living just a dlh masterpiece we'll get to that later go ahead anyway so well, i don't think the lawyer hansen anyway we'll, we'll get into that later so uh, you'll recall Petke couldn't have any communication with the club for, I believe it was a week. Yeah. So two, he, no, two yeah, weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. So whatever, X amount of time. So he's not in contact with the club. He's not going to, well, I think initially it was a week. And then I think RSL added the initial punitive punishment on their end. So, um, that time period, you know, essentially goes by. And then you'll recall that like Petke and his tweet alluded to a new agreement. So, there's a moment in time where Petke meets with Weibel I don't, and okay, other front I don't, office people. I don't get this part at all. We so have to talk yeah, about this, this part. This part is nuts. So, and this is, once again, according to Petke's claim. So very heavily in favor of Petke. Claims that they acknowledge that if anything like this ever happens again, yep. he will be terminated. They, Petke claims acknowledge what the punishment will be for the Tigres event, blow up, whatever you want to call it, homophobic slur. And he says that they agree agree on a punishment. They agree on the fine. They agree on the counseling, anger management, all that good stuff. And that he now has a new agreement that supersedes the original agreement and that he is he's essentially been punished for the Tigris event and his job forward-moving has been guaranteed. Yeah. Like, they... You know, you can fire me if this happens again, but not because this happened. It's essentially an amendment to his 2017 contract. Yes, it, it is what it what it's been referenced to. That's how I read it. Kind of a crazy, crazy move by the club, but I get it. They're they're going, hey, things are done and dusted. Everything's gravy. I think it's a stupid move by I, the club I, I, or by the club. Oh, well, it's a brilliant move by Mike Peck. I mean, he didn't really make a move. Right, he's responding to the again what he's from, getting from, from a history his of, perspective. From a history of contracts, that is a stupid, stupid move. You, you if, just you just cornered yourself uh, into less options. Proceed. If it happened the way Petke claims, yeah, because okay. yeah, well, like, this, this is where that preface that we put forth mm-hmm. is really, really important. Right, Be, because there there are some people who've pointed out that this amendment might not exclude. Like it doesn't, it might not be 
limiting RSL's options as far as firing him for the previous event. It's just saying you will definitely be fired yeah. if you do it again. You still might be fired for the previous comment. And this is why lawyers get paid a lot of money. This is why lawyers get paid a shit ton of money. Sorry, I'm just real fashionate. By this point, if yeah. wh- whoever decided to stick around after... It's on you. Puto, motherfucker, and shit. And shit That's all we've done so far. You're in, no, you're it's, in, it's you're in for rest It's not bad. We are talking Mike Petke. Yeah, seriously. Anyway... While this is all going on, like literally the next day, if, the, if I understood the complaint correctly, the Royals have a game, which... Next Deloy, day after what? After this agreement has been signed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Deloy Hansen has, oh, yeah. has, has gone to the Royals game, and he is talking to fans after the game in a very casual setting. Yeah. Uh, a fan that I know for a fact follows the page, uh, um, maybe listening, probably not, recorded... Mm. this interaction i didn't i did not know that mm-hmm. part so he's recording as as he's talking and you know people are asking because it's it's all like, you got to remember like this was all anybody was talking about i think we yeah. had something like three episodes dedicated just to mike petke and whether or not he's getting fired um we had one dedicated but we mentioned it, it was it yeah multiple, multiple i mean we're still yes. mentioning it anyway so Remember how we said this is the last Mike Yeah, and then he went and sued the club and everything is on fire. We did say... If, yeah, if the lawsuit dropped, we talk yeah. about it. Yes. So we have a caveat. Bam! <laughs> we got our own Legal lawyer. cover. Legally covered. So um, the lawyer Hansen is talking. He's being asked. And he essentially alludes to the fact that he's not sure. Uh, you know, the older generation wants him to stay. All the millennials want him fired. Which he, we disproved. Uh, well, ba- you got to remember, it's our page. It's going to heavily skew towards our fans. That's neither here nor there. Um, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll parking lot that for a second. I'm coming yeah, back that's, to that. Yeah, it's not important. Uh, it's uh, super important. Anyway, so that's, you know, that's what he, uh, the DLH is claiming, the Hansen's claiming. He's talking about how he's had conversations with the commissioner, um, how, you know, essentially he's he's talking up. He's saying he's not sure if Mike Petke's sticking around or not. Mike Petke's claiming that he's already got, like, a signed, done and dusted deal. Like, everything is, you know, I'm definitely coming back. My punishment has been agreed upon. You know, like I'm— Like a few days later. And a few days—no, no, no, like a few days prior, a few days later, Deloitte Hansen's saying, oh, we don't know if he's coming back or not. Whereas in that moment, if Mike Petke's complaint is to be believed, Deloitte Hansen should have known that Mike Petke's definitely coming back. So upon realizing that he is being filmed, Deloitte Hansen panics. He tries to set up a meeting with Mike Petke or something. I guess that falls through. Doesn't Mike he call? He called him, right? Called there him. was a missed call. Yeah, and Mike, Mike Petke couldn't talk to him yet, I guess. And Mike, according to the documents, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, Mike decides or chooses not to take the call misses the call because and he wasn't a, sure if he could communicate with him yet I right think. and yeah. then uh, and then there's a text message mm-hmm. between, between mike Petty's wife yep and the front office of whether or not he can call hey, mike 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 might be a lot of things he ain't no dummy bro yeah i think he's you know he's been burned once or twice remember the one time he was in the tunnel and he got fined he, he wasn't supposed to have communication with the club i think it was after the minnesota event anyway that's no neither i don't here. that's, but that's neither, yeah the point. definitely yeah. he got fined for like being in the tunnel when he shouldn't have any contact with the club. Anyway, so Mike Petke, uh, Mike Petke's wife ends up, if once again, if the place be uh, running into Deloitte Hansen at like a Target or something or yeah. at, a, at a store, 
Uh, it's on a, 90th. That's uh, my favorite target. Apparently, it's a very positive interaction. Deloitte Hansen even offers them, like, they're going to Moab or something. He's saying, don't worry, go to Moab. Yeah. Uh, everything's great. Vacation gravy. home or something. Yeah, use my vacation home. Because uh, he got it like that. Right. Deloitte Hansen, it, you know, the very next morning, I guess, finds out that, hey, this recording of me saying, I'm not sure if my pet key's coming back or not has been released or is available or whatever. Well, let me, let me stop you for a second. Yeah. I believe that recording goes beyond, I'm not sure if it's coming back or not. I believe that recording says he might get fired. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, yeah, that's significantly what I mean. more harsh. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's harsh. I mean, at this point, it's, he's like he's saying i know i don't know if i'm gonna hire this guy back or if i'm gonna allow this guy back it, no, it's no, 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 it's not, alluding that, to the fact that yes we might fire him there was no alluding to anything in that in that recorded video there was yes we might fire him right and the word right. fire is in there in my mind is significantly more aggressive and important than coming he might back. not come back yeah for yeah. sure yeah yeah i'm i'm sugarcoating it more than he did say fire well, stop times. doing that we're talking about mike freaking petkey okay proceed or are you not ready so yeah so petkey is still like slated to return everything's uh you know gravy um so after after the whole like uh Delo Hansen speaking about firing Petkey, Petkey, Weibel, and Zarko's uh, front office uh the executive VP mm -hmm. all meet. Um and this is after reading uh, like the soapbox about how this video is out and I guess, you know, it, it's just the fan page. Right, just the fan just the good old fashioned fan page. Uh, and I guess the Lloyd Hansen is in panic mode and he's going, you know, we, we got to come up to an agreement. And so before you proceed, right, you mentioned something very important. I love those guys. They don't like us for some reason. They don't like you're me. Think, you're thinking different guys. No, same guys. No, it's different guys. The RSL show is not the soapbox. RSL show is not the soapbox. Oh. Yeah. All right. I'll take the whole thing back. Proceed. All right. So, um... So, and this is where Honest I think mistake. this is where some of the most interesting, as an RSL fan, where some of the most interesting dialogue comes in the complaint. So, uh, this is where Mike Petke and his lawyers claim that Craig Weibel is has complained about Deloitte Hansen. How Craig Weibel is yeah. is saying that Deloitte Hansen is just covering himself. Petke says, "I'm confused. I thought we agreed on a punishment." He claims that Weibel said, uh, "Yeah, I mean, it, it's at the end of the year. I'm leaving. This is like the most difficult yeah. front office to work in." Yep. Just ragging on DLH, yep. uh, who's his employer at this point, still is to this day, <laughs> and hopefully you know, not for they're, long. They're, this is the part where they're really getting into Deloitte Hansen. They're really getting into you know, the actual complaint, they're, they're saying, Petke, yo, you gotta, like, we gotta, I'm sorry, dude, here's your options. Your options are we fire you where you get a big old zero dollars or you resign and we give you $75,000. <laughs> right. When he's owed north of three quarters of a million. 
yeah, according Pet, to Pet, him. Petke claims that the rest of his contract, and he they actually break out the contracts by year. It's a three-year contract that inc- like essentially increases in value every year. It's decent pay. I, I think it's I, like four fifty, five hundred, and then like five. It was like four, four fifty, five hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was uh, every year. Uh, Petke claims that from that moment on, he is owed just under seven hundred thousand dollars just on his contract. But he's also talking about like you know, like his reputation being ruined and he's probably onto something there. He, he won't, he will not have a he, he will, job in the MLS He will MLS never work in soon. the MLS again. Yeah, I wouldn't go that I mean, far. he, or let me rephrase this, he will not be a head coach in the MLS. In the next five years. In my lifetime, I think. Oh, I doubt that. Um, so this is where Petke, you know, doesn't uh, uh, take the offer. Essentially, I think at that point he has well, talked he to lawyers. Would you? No, no, I wouldn't either, but I'd like to think, I don't know, I wouldn't be in this situation. Anyway, you know. Oh, don't don't say that. That's not the point. Um, uh, the, the part that's like super, super interesting is uh, Weibel and Zarcos told Petke that they were no longer going to put up, put up with Hansen's conduct, and they had a plan to exit RSL after the season. Weibel then said, It'll be at the end of the year because I also don't think Deloy Hansen should ever be rewarded for who he is. I don't know what that last part means. I mean, I, l- let me clarify. So I think what it is is at the end of the season, new season's coming up fast. You got to sign players. Oh, I know that. Yeah, know he's that. saying I'm gonna I'm gonna wait where my exit is going to cause the most damage. That's how I choose to interpret that. Okay. That, that that's an interesting way to interpret. I did not look at it that way. Actually, I haven't looked at it in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but I was just genuinely and generally confused about what the well, f- fuck it. Let's drop another one. What what the fuck he means by cannot be rewarded for the person he is. Oh, uh, we can get into that, and I think this is part part of the you know get at me series. You know, Salt Lake City, small Lake City. It's a small valley. Everybody talks to everybody. Deloy Hansen has a reputation in the Valley that mm-hmm. precedes him at this point. Yeah. Um, and enough a good one. Enough people have said the same thing at different times in different settings. Well, what did you think? Because, you know what? Honestly, mm-hmm. Craig Weibel. Right. Saying some of those things about being out at the end of the year is mm-hmm. like music to my ears in part. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I have been, uh, and the, the, this podcast in general has been pretty critical of Weibel. I, I think... I think I was more critical of him before this year. I Numeric- think recently he's had some success. Numerically speaking, mm-hmm. I, I think he has actually done more. Yeah, no, he's sure had some big that. wins under him. Jefferson, Crylock, Everton, Nedham. That's you know. Is that he, him though? Like, I who, mean, here's who's the this? Who's this new character that suddenly? No, that's, all over the place. It's the it's the VP of soccer operations. They, right. they they essentially broke it up. He's the, no, the, the, don't act like he's a he's an everyday name. No, he's not an everyday What's name. What's his name? Zarkos. Zarkos. He's, he's the guy that runs essentially the business. Craig Weibel is now literally in charge of soccer operations. Like Zarkos is not a name your everyday fan knows. Zarkos is a name that I'll bet you anything if he ever again sell out the riot, and I think we will. 20,000, like 100 people or something in there. I'll bet you anything that 19,974 of those people do not know who this Zarkos Executive Vice is. President is his title. Well, excuse uh, the fuck out of me. January 16, 2019 is when the press release came out that he was hired. Cool. So he's new, but it was in a, it, it was, I don't esse- care that it was essentially new, to I'm free bull- up Craig Weibel as the guy who's in charge of putting together the roster. Yeah. 
that's that's the move there. I get why he was there. And He's I will the tell business you, uh, dude. I, I think I think Weibel has of late done a really good job. I agree. There you go. So there's that. Weibel, Craig, love you, buddy. Maybe he should, maybe just in case he listens to this, because apparently he'll listen to any crap, um, come talk. Yeah, yeah. I'd we, love to. We, we quite literally have an extra chair at my uh, dining room table. Right. And I will we'll give get you, you a mic. I'll give you my microphone. Right. Uh, I am pretty sure RSL's lawyers are telling everyone to shut up. Um, so, uh, yeah, because they're smart. Yeah, a little, little, uh, just a little side note. A lot of people were pretty critical of Mike Petke's quote unquote apology. When he released it, it was via, not an apology. It wasn't an apology, yeah. and it was very clearly with intention of I'm suing these guys for the rest yeah. of my contract. Uh, people are equally not critical, but people are kind of like, "Oh, RSL's response officially is pretty soft." It's because they're getting ready to be sued, um, so they're not yeah. going to really like communication is going to come via legal documents from here on out. Like, don't expect some press release that's going to clarify everything, RSL Nation, because it is an everyone's nature to keep everything as close to their chest as they can until they benefit from releasing it. And at the end of the day, man, we're talking about a decent chunk of money. So, I mean, DLH is worth quite a bit. Yeah. But it, this is still a good chunk of money. Yeah, $700,000. And that's just I mean, it's in... It's almost a coin. Right. It's it's half of half of a dime. Um, it, it, that's what he feels like he's owed just for his contract. I yeah. think he's asking to have his lawyer's fees covered. And I think he's... He's. I want to get the actual wording. Um, oh, future compensation. Yeah, like I, I, I think it's more than just that sum of money that he's going after. This, it's, it's a soft lawsuit. But he, here's the thing. All right, let me, let me go. Let me get on a, a little thing here, because we talked about this before. I never bought into the fact, and we, you and I have had plenty of discussions. If anyone listening to this at this point, isn't aware of the kinds of discussions we are having we were having on this go back and listen to some old episode there's an episode called the last mike petke episode ever or something mm -hmm. like that listen to the one before it and the one after it and um we talk and you and i again disagree drastically significantly and i think rightfully mm -hmm. on this well not this part we agree that mike petke is not Repeat, not a homophobic person. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. I mean, uh, in our, in once again to go back to the actual complaint, one of the line items is that Weibel claimed everyone knows you're not a homophobe. Okay, and we have brought up the fact that he has actually done proactively work on behalf of the LGBT of the LGBTQ community. Don't forget the plus, plus. Mm -hmm. And my argument against all of these is, 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 am I going to get in trouble for saying social justice warriors, super passive social justice warriors in most cases? You're not allowed to dictate when and when people aren't offended, though. Like, I get okay. what you're trying to good, get at. Good, 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 because they're not allowed to dictate when I can say shit that I want to say, right? My, my argument has always been this. If you know he's not a homophobic person, mm -hmm. and I think the vast majority of RSL Nation agreed that he's not a homophobic person. Yeah. Punishing him for saying something you're considering homophobic mm -hmm. 
is a technicality. Remember, you and I yes, got into yes, this a hundred times. Because you're using times. technicality wrong. You're it's not, a technicality. It's not a technicality. It's not like they got him on like, oh, we have a rule against wearing a green uh, uh, socks on match day, and he wore you know off green. We got him. It's technicality. That's like he technically wore. Like that, that's what technicality means. You're not using the word correctly. I'm using it correctly in my mind. But that no, we've had this discussion about you misinterpreting yeah. the English language. The you, well, English you, is like my fourth language. You're right? still so communicating to people who have a textbook definition of technicality they don't see inside of your brain so use the right words for the right feeling what i was saying what i'm still saying is if if mm -hmm. and this is this used to be a huge if i think it's a lesser if now right if deep down in your heart you know mm -hmm. he's not the things that people are claiming to be right but you still want him gone what is that yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah. what do you call that I, I don't know I because I can't see I inside. call it a technicality okay I don't it, it I get what you're trying to get at there were also people who like you you know like like I get what you're getting at but it's also like there was the angry outburst there was the the whole like oh yeah I did write it on a note and then go find the dude after the fact yeah. that doesn't sit well with me that bothers me do I think no. it should have cost him his job I don't know um, well, I do I don't think he should have I like the th like the first time the first the second time like it's at at, at some point it how's, became hold too on, much before you keep going how's yeah. your beer it's good you want another one no nah, man i got to drive i'm i'm going to get a beer you keep talking yeah. for like 30 seconds we'll do it's very easy to do cuz you're wrong about a lot of stuff um it, it's like ultimately this this was an event that crossed the quote-unquote line whatever that means to you there were some people who think it should have cost him his job it from according to mike petke's claim deloitte hansen w didn't think it should have cost him his job but then he found out he was being recorded and changed his mind to okay. protect himself so should we get into that for a second well i mean yeah i think i think polygamy porter by the way that's where that we've good. ended with the you know that's what's in the complaint so anyway rsl ended up firing mike petke as all rsl nation knows he ended up getting zero dollars he's now suing for seven hundred thousand plus um oh i think he's gonna get significantly above zero dollars for this yeah definitely above zero um and to be clear i think he's definitely getting above the seventy-five thousand. i think at this point if you're real salt lake and if you're the legal team that represents real salt lake you got to go into damage control because like i imagine that they're going to want to settle yeah. I, I would hope because just one complaint has already it's brought up a lot of stuff um, you know, the Weibel comments, the Lloyd comments. Um, it's at this point, if you're Real Salt Lake, that you have a vested interest in quieting this thing, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I would, would you say that's no, that's a vested interest north of $750,000? If I had to put a monetary price on it, it would probably be somewhere around the 500000 You know, because so I don't think Petke's getting no, 700. No, let me. No, I think he is. I think by the time all mm -hmm. of this thing is over, he'll get well north of a million, and I think he deserves it. I mean, I, I, I am do curious not, to see I what the not, legal I, response I is from gets it. You know what hurts me? Here's, here's the thing that hurts me. Okay. He gets that seven figures. A million, one point mm -hmm. two, one point. By the time it's all over, because we're talking about civil lawsuits, we're talking about all sorts of, you know, the, the, the things that can follow. Mm -hmm. We're talking about future income losses, all these different things. Yes? Sure. 
What hurts me is that it's most likely that the money is coming. It's not coming from the Alois coins. No, it's it's coming from what would have otherwise probably been spent on the team. So it hurts. I mean, us. we don't know that, but no, I'm, yeah, I'm I, I get what you're getting. Assumption. At. Yeah, yeah. And I also do know that the Alois follows this page, so have him come on too. Man, we can just be negotiators, man. We can just yeah, just hold on one save second. all What's the money. Happening without microphones, something is. We'll go to mitigation. There you go. All right, we're good. Yeah. Um, we had a little squeaky noise. I'm it's sure everyone the, else heard it's it. It's all the lead in the walls. Must be. Must be. Um, so, where was I? You were talking about bringing on the Lloyd Hansen and how we'll be... Uh, yeah. Mid- how we'll... Look, man, There, in my mind, there's absolutely no way... And I'll get into some of the DLH later. You know, we're 40 minutes in. We still haven't covered this lawsuit. Right, well, I feel like this is okay. now leads into we, DLH. We, we might not even do anything else after this. But there's no way that that team... Didn't know what was coming out in this suit. Yeah, the fact that they didn't see this coming kind of bothered no, me. No, there's I disagree. There's no way they could they didn't see this coming. Oh, you think that they're like okay. So here's there's, there's here's, absolutely no way okay. that Mike Petke's lawyer didn't huh. sit down with the legal representatives of Real Salt Lake at some point, or it's a phone call or a Skype call or whatever. Sure. And said, here's what we're gonna do. If do you have a settlement for us? Right, like pre this, yeah. So I, I, I mean, maybe yeah. I, to be clear, I think I'm, I'm obviously not a lawyer. Let me say it this way: tell. if it didn't happen, mm-hmm. there's some amateur league shit happening on at least our cell side. Right. So if if what you're saying is true, and and to be clear, I am sure Petke's lawyers had communication before this thing. I mean, if you're packing, like, hey, I'm going to sue you for 750 and put all this negativity on you, mm-hmm. or you can pay me a million and we're good. Right. Never, nothing How, ever it, comes out. Mm-hmm. Right. Walk away. Um, you know, I, I think, I think Petke's also a little bit trying to protect his reputation and maybe try to fix some of the damage that's been done there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think he is aware of the fact that he is going to have to work again at some point. Unless he gets like, Six million out of Delaware. I don't think that's happening. Um, well, I guess at this point, like three would suffice. I still like, I, I don't that's think not I happening. Don't, he's not I getting know, north of uh, you know, because the lawyers are going to get their pay and all that good stuff. Um, it, it's I feel like the the folks making these levels, this level of decision at Real Salt Lake should have done a better job of keeping this from like coming out like yeah. let's let's be clear real salt lake is fourth in the west they have potential to be second of the west the likelihood of us hosting a playoff game is very much real um real salt lake is is playing good attractive soccer when they're on uh, when we get beat it's because of mistakes we typically make and here are you and i dedicated soccer fans who will literally talk about footy until the day we die yep. discussing a legal lawsuit and how craig yep. weibel needs to be gone and how deloy hansen is maybe a bad owner maybe a good owner and we'll get into all that and just everything but soccer yeah. if you're the dudes at real salt lake you should have done a better job of making sure that this scenario doesn't happen well i'll take it a step further it's hard to con- to to conceive how mm-hmm. you could have done a worse job. I mean, you should have done a better job. Can be literally, we have nineteen thousand eight hundred ninety-five people at every game. Mm-hmm. 
that's like okay we we could increase that by what three percent and sell out or whatever mm -hmm. Th this is not you could have done a better job right this is a an honest critique from honest fans because you and i don't make a goddamn penny out of this right we're just nope we literally this couple dudes with us. an internet connection. This costs us money, and we're totally fine doing it. We actually love it. We're dedicated to it. And what we're telling you is this: you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You could think, not have a done summary. a worse job. Mm -hmm. Also, DLH, just pay the guy. This should not have gone. This should have not been. Well, here. there's that, but also I was gonna say, just call me. <laughs> there it is. Because look, I'm not good at this. Right. But. The bar that's set over there in Sandy? Yeah, pretty low. And here's the thing. We also, maybe, maybe Petkey, I mean, actually, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked knowing, the thinking about what I know about the man. Maybe he didn't approach them. Maybe he said, I want to burn these guys at least once. Oh, that wouldn't actually not even that, surprise That me. wouldn't shock me. Maybe yeah. they didn't reach out to Real Salt Lake. Maybe they said, hey, man, I'm... Lawyer up, guys. Yeah, I'm coming. At, at the end of the day, he is the kind of guy who's who's smart. He's also street smart. So you're absolutely correct. I think he is protecting mm. his um, um, reputation, which I think he should. Yeah, I mean, Mike Petke is a good enough coach to coach in the MLS again, to to be a head coach of a major soccer team somewhere. Right. Mike Petke is not. Mm -hmm. Repeat for the nine hundred and forty third time. Is sure. not a bigot or a homophobe. I agree. He's not a racist. That's all that matters. I don't give two shits. Guy stops swearing. What he? No, 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 <laughs> no. You started this goddamn thing with motherfucker and puto. Okay, yeah, that, was, that was a quote. That was a direct quote. Well, you can directly quote me right now in saying that he is not a homophobe. He's not a racist. He's none of those things. He's a look. Honestly, mm -hmm. he's a decent soccer coach. Yeah, I loved his right. energy. I loved what he brought to the team. Oh, for sure, definitely the and guy if, you bring in post Kassar, hundred percent. And, and again, nine hundred ninety seventh time we have said that. Mm -hmm. Judge him on his ability to coach. Sure. Do not, please, do not judge him on who got butt hurt on Twitter. It, it, you're once again grossly oversimplifying that because there are people who I think genuinely have a right to be upset with Mike Petke over what he chose to say. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't like don't do them the disservice of of oversimplifying. Oh, they're just offend. Like it's it's not that clean cut. The va okay, you're it, right. It's not. Um, I th I think so. You, I'm putting myself in like the shoes of like an Orlando, right? Tire fire, win a game here and there, but you know, let's be honest, not doing anything too exciting. Orlando comes to mind with a tire fire. As far as clubs go, yeah, they're like I think bottom in the Colorado, east. Or very, no, Colorado's on the up and up, and they just hired a new coach. Um, yeah, maybe Vancouver. I don't know, but so Orlando's like a pretty weak team in my opinion right now, with with a lot of organizational issues. If you're Orlando and you're going, man, we need a coach, we need a guy to rebuild. You're looking at Mike Petke. You're going, is it really worth it? And I no, think, and I think at this point, is, yeah. you're going no way. But okay. no, like, who in their right mind would right now would touch this guy? Let me ask you. Okay, awesome. You brought up the exact right point because let's let's uh, hopefully you finish the legal discussions. Yeah, that's said. that's basically the complaint. Will um, would, no would, court date would, has been set. No response would, from Real Salt Lake. Would an Orlando hire him if there was no overlaying argument of homophobe? Especially Orlando. Well, so, like, 
Right. That's that's actually a good point because of the whole. Uh, you're alluding to the you know the Pulse nightclub shooting and all that. You know, just in general. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's. I love that city. I'm going back in a month or so. Yeah. Right. So the. I, I get what you're getting at, and I, and so. I think the only way Mike Petke doesn't look like he's this crazy, insane person just suing and trying to... The only way his reputation even slightly recovers is if in the coming months, i.e. at the end of the season, we see an exodus of the front office. We see the vice president of operations leave. We see Craig Weibel leave. We see other key members going, no, no, no. Petke was just the first rat off the boat. There is a much larger front office issue that caused this to play out the way it played. That is the only scenario I envision where Mike Petke comes out with his reputation, i.e. restored. No, I, and I think that's going to happen. Let's get into the next. Yeah. We can talk, we can literally talk about this for the next 12 hours. And and this is the, this is the Deloitte Hanson conversation. No, not yet. Not yet. It's a Craig Weibel conversation. Okay. So before we get to Craig Weibel, what I was just going to say is I, I think, my, in my personal opinion, and I have a little bit of in, experience with contracts and complicated things, right? Mm-hmm. You, bring him, law. You, you bring him back. Uh-huh. You let him play out the year. Who? My, Coach Petke. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> no, 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 no <laughs> yeah. not now. I'm saying <laughs> right. what they should have oh, done. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You bring him back after the suspension, let him play out the year. Mm-hmm. You separate after the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, uh, like I said, he's a decent coach. He's not a great coach. Right. Love the guy. Tactically. I loved him, but he's not a good coach. Tactically, yeah. yeah. But, but And then no one's reputation is just ruined. Mm-hmm. Well. No. Okay, so you got to keep in mind, a healthy portion of RSL Nation is actively screaming for this to be fired. Yeah, at, at the time. So you're saying well, this no, is no. the convers- this, this is the population guys. I was Just, talking about right. earlier. Sucks to be those guys. You keep the guy on, so you're not firing him because of the comments he made. You're saying those comments, he's been punished. We're moving on. Yep. Then you fire him the next year on a three-year contract. You yep. still have to pay him. Well, you, that's uh, a, loss of, for, a loss for, after a loss after a loss. So first of all, you shouldn't have given him a goddamn new contract while he was on that thing. Right? Well, no, no, no. So he had a three-year contract right. anyway. So he had he, one they're, more they're, year. They're gonna pay that anyways. We don't know that they're they were in a usually, position where usually maybe those contracts no. usually those contracts will read, we'll keep paying you if you get fired, we'll pay you X amount of it. Like unemployment works, and if you get a job in the meantime, I mean, if it was a guarantee, it is gone. Not if it was a guaranteed con- like we don't know the actual don't, death like, exactly. what's in it, but like the one thing RSL had was what i imagine is what would have been the downside of letting him finish out the year yes pissing off the fan base further getting rid of him all eight of them no it's definitely more than eight it was a lot less than the people that got pissed off because he got fired there it was definitely we do we have polls but once again heavily skewed one way which way keep pet like you gotta keep it like i I do media for a living. Like right. our page is going to get liked by people who like our like it, it's. But we we covered this. We we represent a decent amount of reach of RSL folks. Right, but it it's 
it's anecdotal evidence that you're treating as evidence. It, it's not enough of a data. Anyway, I'm it's not getting more into that. than like no, the no, no. six people complaining no, on Twitter. No, it's not six people complaining on Twitter. Okay, don't, 16, don't. 60, 600. Yes, it was a healthy portion. Okay, 600. Anyway, so you're, you've alienated those people. They're not coming back. They're offended. They're mad. I they, don't they, uh, I won't believe that for a second. Oh, I, okay, but what you believe isn't or isn't the, like well, you have that potential. A, okay, so that's a, a loss there. You've lost you you're losing Petke next year and you've yep. lost the ground to fire him in the moment on on cause. You're saying well, the reason we're firing not working. It, well, it it did obviously there's the plan wasn't the way you're describing it, I think you're literally getting what is the worst case scenario in all three. No. The scenario you described to me is you're still paying the man for work he's not doing. Which you're doing you've, anyways. No, we're not we're, right now he's not getting paid. No, he okay. He will. Let's face we it. We don't know that. I right do. now, yeah, he's not clear. getting paid. Okay. Right now, he's not getting paid. You okay. haven't alienated the fan base that you know, which is lesser than the fan base alienated because right. you but fired him. Rio Tinto, since Mike Petke's been gone, I got I got to be honest with you, has been fantastic. Do you I'm, think that's because of Mike Petke or because they've been I, playing no, better? I don't know. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact they're playing okay. better. But stadium attendance has improved. From what I can tell, since Petke's been gone, so that that part's good. Well, let me, and let me, now let me, you let me, have let the me, high ground. No, not hold high on, ground. hold on. You have the high ground. No, no, hold on. Before we get to the last point, let yeah. me ask you a question that you ask. Uh, how do you know stadium attendance is approved? Uh, do you have numbers on this? I mean, we could look it up. Yeah, yeah, we could look up the other stuff too. That's sure, not the but point. I, I mean, the way yes, I know stadium attendance has gone up yeah. is you and I have literally talked about it on this yes. podcast after every game about how much better Rio Tinto's been. It's lately. the worst. Is it, overall, it's the worst year in a very uh, long time. But this maybe year, even ever. this year, the last four or five games have been a lot better than the yeah the however many before. Yep. That that's yep. just yep. we've talked about that. That's a fact. Yes, we have. So you you peep the stadium's packed. So right there, everyone's got everything that has zero to do with the Petke situation. It, but but the concern which, of the which concern of people me... not coming back. Okay, so let me, let me say it this way, if I may. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. we agree that. Let's just agree. We actually, we this shouldn't be very difficult. We should be able to pull these numbers up, but we won't right now. Okay. You, you and I We're agree. Yeah. We, you and I uh, agree over the past, what, four, five, six games, mm-hmm. whatever. The atmosphere in Rio Tinto Stadium has felt better mm-hmm. than ever before. Yeah. We also can agree, and actually we don't have to agree because we have numbers on this, mm-hmm. that our polls uh, that found out, and remember, we we spent like a significant amount of time talking about this. In that, Mike Petke dedicated episode, which is kind of what this is turning out to be, uh-huh. that the vast majority of our soul nation, of our followers, Twitter and Facebook, right? Facebook, we kind of figured, but Twitter was surprising. Mm-hmm. Preferred keeping Mike Petke. Mm-hmm. And they were more upset about firing him. Yeah. To the tune of like 70, 30 or 80, 20. In some yeah, I don't cases. remember the exact numbers. But it was at least 70, 30. It was like a shocking Maybe number. Maybe on Facebook, yeah. Facebook. No, no. Twitter was 70. Like, if was, yeah. It, okay. They were very similar. I remember right. being shocked close. by the numbers. It was close. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if that, if we're seeing better attendance, uh-huh. even though RSL Nation stated that they're more upset about firing him than not firing him, right. would we even see better attendance if he wasn't fired, if the majority of the people agree? Well, no, because Mike what? Petke was the coach. We So I look at it as like an A-B test. We had Mike Petke. We saw what the performance were, and we saw how packed the stadium was. The only thing that changed is that Mike Petke wasn't there anymore. The, the same team... 
you know, the same 11, not literally the same 11 guys, but better results. the same, the better results. Yeah. I don't know why that's not so, on me, but all of a sudden the stadium is more packed than it used to be. So I'm going, I have enough evidence this year to see what an average stadium looks like when Mike Petke was head coach. Okay. And at this point I've seen enough games under Freddie to see what the attendance looks like now. And it's changed. It's gotten better. It's results. Right, but why, okay. Okay, so why this did is, results this change? Is, this Correlation is, is not causation. I get that. Yes, I, I literally say that five times a day. But it, at some point, you have to start connecting dots. Yeah. We we saw what the average attendance under a pet key was. Yeah. We have seen what the average attendance under Freddie has been. There and, is one I prefer. Yeah. Yes. And if the causation mm-hmm. is results. Sure. And, and yes, a bunch of stuff goes into results. The, yeah. Our strength of schedule has gotten... We have a much easier second half of the season than we have a uh, start of the season. We have, uh, you know, dudes healthy and back from travel second half of the season and first half of the season. There's yeah. a bunch of things that sh- that would make our results better at the tail end. And it's also end, and a lot more exciting, that. right? Yeah, the, the games is, matter. Is, games this, matter the, all the, of a sudden. Every single kick on the field matters right, right now very much. Right. Anyways, all I'm saying is... Look, man, I I don't want any lawsuit to take away from any resources mm-hmm. which are going to potentially help us advance the club, the team, sure. Real Salt Lake. Yeah, I, I, and I said I mentioned this when Petke did his comment. Having, the idea of paying somebody not to work for the club yes, bothers you did. me. Yes, yes, you did. Having said all of that, I also think that he's not in the wrong. I no. I completely disagree with him saying those comments. Yes. I completely believe that the harshest punishment in the history of Major League Soccer, for a coach at least, um, monetary as well as time suspension, mm-hmm. is sufficient. Yeah. And it, if and he took it right, and if the complaint, if events happened exactly the way Mike Petke and his lawyers said they happened, which once again I think that's a pretty big if, if events happened exactly the way they said they happened. Are you talking about the tunnel, or are you talking about outside of it? Talking about outside the tunnel, Petke got done dirty, and I think he's probably going to get money. Real yeah. Salt Lake will have a response to all of this. Uh, if Deloy Hansen agreed that Mike Petke had served this punishment and that everything was, you know, the way it was supposed to be and life was good and, and we're going to move on and if this happens again, then you'll be fired, then Mike Petke has right to go seek out his money because his employer told him one thing and then did something else. Yeah. That's not okay. We, yeah. we don't know one that's, way. That, I don't that, think that's, that's necessarily what's going to happen. That is a... Very good, objective recap of what the fuck we're talking about here. Once again, swearing for no reason. When I swear, it's deliberate. It doesn't matter at this point. You just point. sprinkle the, it in. Look, if anyone... Sprinkle if, it in. If anyone is still in beyond, mm-hmm. like, puto and motherfucker... Okay. Yeah, yeah all right. Because a, a 12-year-old who's listening with his mom totally, you know, if it's like, hey, well, the baker it said it's a quote, so it doesn't matter. Got him on technicality, bro. You're all about technicalities, remember? All about technicalities. Yes. All right. We, we need te- to get into the lawyer. But technicalities are for adults. Okay. I'm not even just leave it at that. Just whatever. Doesn't make any RSL sense. Nation, here's what we're saying. Um, 
let's see this play out. Yeah, I mean, we don't I have any other option. I would love to see an equal reply or response from RSL. At the end of the day, look, some of us loved and some of us hated what Mike Petke did on the field. Some of us loved, liked, disliked, and hated what he was doing off the field. We're not here for Mike Petke at the end of the day. We're here for no. Real Salt Lake. Right, here for the we're, badge. We're here for the badge. I don't care who is coaching, who's playing. We're here for the club. So we have to remember that at the end of the day. Having yeah. said that, character does go a long way, and we do want our club to have good character. But you know what else is really, really, really good, positive, and super healthy for everyone? Getting fans' perspective. Well, no, beyond that, is debate. We we're, we're we're supposed to we're it's okay to disagree. You right? have a me no you have a gif of the llama going bring it on. You're not you're not disagreeing because you want healthy debate. You're disagreeing because you're a contrarian and you like conflict. No. Don't make it something it's not. In general, I won't let you do that. I will call you on your ish. In general, I'm a big fan of conflict. No. Disagreement. All right, get into the thing. I think the best ideas in the world come from people disagreeing with each other because there are multiple, multiple ways usually to solve the same thing. So, RSL Nation, here's what I did on the um, Facebook page the other day. I wrote this specifically. And by the way, the baker, we are just north of an hour of the podcast right now. Perfect. We, we've been promising ourselves that we won't go like three hours again so i did make this promise i said well let me first state this here's what i said just read the thing you said you're going to read the thing five different ways and you have yet to read the thing see disagreement i think we rsl are lucky to have a dedicated owner like deloy hansen i would never i would never say that way so let me read it the right way okay here's what i wrote i think that we in parentheses RSL, meaning Real Salt Lake, close parentheses, are lucky to have a dedicated owner like DLH, meaning Deloy Hansen, the owner of the club. Then I said, at me, and we'll discuss slash debate your statement on tomorrow's Scarf Live podcast. Hashtagging the whole thing. Let's, let's get ready to rumble. And most people responded with, ha, 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 ha. Good. That was, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be, let's talk about this. Here's what I think. Let me tell you why, if I may. Sure. I promise this will not take long. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like I said earlier, we might not get to all of them. I guess I never promised we would get to all of them. But I, in my mind, I thought we would get to all of them. Here's what pissed me off, if I may. RSL Nation, this is for the sake of a healthy debate. Again, preface is very important here. Like we prefaced all the legal documents with, this is what Mike Petke and his lawyers say. Right. I'm prefacing all of this with healthy debate is good. I will probably disagree with everything you're about to say. That's fine. That's fine. I'm hearing and seeing a lot of complaints about uh, Delo Hansen should sell the club. Delo Hansen is a jackass. Delo Hansen sucks. We need a better owner. We need a new owner. We, mm-hmm. He doesn't care about the team. He's all about the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Okay. That pisses me off. Okay. I think Delo Hansen is actually a fine owner, a good owner. I don't think he's all 
about the pocketbook, but I think he's definitely about the pocketbook. That's okay. not the only thing that matters. Sure. But it matters yeah. very much. People who, who don't care about finances very rarely become billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Three times over, especially. Right. So let me say it this way. I have met Delo Hansen a few times. You not shared an elevator with him a few times. Pump the brakes, chief. Right. I've met him a few times. Okay. I've had a multiple discussions with Delo Hansen. All right. And I don't mean like an interview. I mean like in real life. Yes. Yes. You. I thought he was a good person. Mm -hmm. Very open-minded. Well, from what I was able to gather. By the way, there, there was beyond just that. And it, it, very knowledgeable. Like I, I, we had like literally like discussions about, I think one time at about Javi's left foot or something. Like. People think he's completely unknowledgeable and some idiot. First of all, you don't go from nothing to making being worth $3 billion by being it, an idiot. Idiots very rarely become billionaires. Very rarely. So I feel like a lot of what I say will be blank here very is, rarely here become is, billionaires. Here, here's my take on Delo Hansen, right? Okay. So first of all, Delo Hansen, local boy. Yeah, Vernal, Utah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's somewhere in Cache County. Right. Okay. So local boy, born and raised in Utah, huh? reps Utah. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a local dude. When he bought the team, one of the one of the many comments that was he was making was, "This is a local pride thing. Yeah, this yeah. is not yeah. a money maker. Right. This is something I'd like to pass down through my family. Mm -hmm. Right. He's a real estate mogul. Yes, made his money in real estate. Wasatch Properties specifically. Mm -hmm. Wasatch Properties owns you know small things like the Wells Fargo Center. Right." <laughs> the, uh, a lot of office space. The, the Ken Garf building. Mm -hmm. The building I work in literally is yeah. owned by Delaware Hansen. That's where I met him right. those times. Mo right? Most people, yeah. Anyway, As a matter going. of fact, our main building is called the Hansen building. There it is. He didn't give it that, that name. Okay, keep going. Now, we will get into those comments that people made, and some of them imply he's egomaniac. Y yeah, oh, yeah. He is. That's fine. But, uh, here's, okay. I, okay, read all the comments and then I want to. No, I was about looking into some numbers here for a second, right? So it's really difficult. He's a pretty private person for an egomaniac who wants all of his shit out on the uh, internet all the time. I was looking at like net worth, about three billion dollars, with a B. Yeah, you said that like four or five times. Yeah, now. I think you're just impressed by that. That's a lot of money. It bro. is, but like it's you. Okay, That's we, the net worth of the company, right? Um, I was looking at some numbers from what what is the net worth of RSL, and it's been a few years since I saw official mm. publication of what RSL is worth. It was one hundred twenty five million dollars. This was about three and a half years ago. The Chicago Red Bulls, I guess, apparently just not the Red Bulls, the Chicago Fire, I guess, very recently sold for something like four hundred mil. There you go. So they might have uh, you know increased that. Also, you know, the, the annual revenue it stated RSL makes about twenty four million dollars a year. Which seemed very high to me. Where very are you getting high. these numbers? Because these aren't because it's over. not public. From all over. No, this is public knowledge. Well, it's all public. It's all they're, from Google. They're, they're not a public company though. Like, it they was, don't do a four. Like, right. Uh, it's all estimates. That's all it is. It's all right. estimations at the end of the day. Now, I also look at things like he spent seventy-eight million dollars reportedly mm -hmm. on the Harriman Academy. Right. At the end of the day, what we have to remember is this. The thing that some people hate about him is the thing that makes him, I think, really good. He is a businessman. Mm -hmm. Guy is a businessman. I have had to work with and use a few lawyers over the years, mm -hmm. professionally, 
a couple of times personally. Yes. You don't want your lawyer to be a nice guy. Right. Lloyd Hansen's not my lawyer, though. Right. The Lloyd Hansen is heading up your club. No, the Lloyd Hansen's paying for my club. First of all, the you're not letting me finish here. Okay, keep going. I have, keep I, I, keep this going. is not your segment, brah. Keep going. I, it's a dumb you, segment. Keep you, going. You're going to be an additional at me, brah. Keep going. Yes, at the very end, I will be He's an a businessman. He's an asshole. Agreed. I also am not in any way, shape, or form understanding this like approach from people that say, well, you just need to spend more money. What the hell are you talking about? You need to spend more money. At the end of the day, the club is a business. It needs to be profitable. Okay, so I'm it gonna, I'm... absolutely needs to be profitable. Mm -mm. Everything I have gathered in the research is that it is not profitable. Yeah. So Don Garber, the MLS the... commission, go ahead. Did this, did he commented that most MLS teams don't generate profit. Yeah. Most of them. Where the profit comes is is the is the sale of like the TV rights, which the franchise system like it, it's a it's a sold as a package deal. It's not teams yeah. don't negotiate that one What's by your one. Point? The the whole like profitable no 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 RSL most clubs in the league are not profitable. So what? So your whole clubs. needs to be profitable isn't correct. They don't need to be no, profitable. It's not, That's it, not how the lawyer Hansen makes money. It is. It does not comply with current reality. No, no, it's not how the lawyer Hansen makes his money from Real Salt Lake. He as a okay as an owner of an MLS franchise, he also became an owner in something called Sum. It's like Soccer United Media or something. Franchise. Right. It's a different organ. It's like the marketing wing of of Major League Soccer. Mm -hmm. Those people went out and bought TV rights. Um, quick side note, just show, tell them what you just showed me. Oh, Portland's losing to the Red Bulls, 1-0 in the 18th. <laughs> it's not a bad, not a bad, let's remember that, that at the end of the day, we're here for the soccer. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, so as, as part of being a franchise owner, he also gets ownership in something called SUM. Uh, these people, this organization, went out and bought the TV rights for the U.S. men's team, U.S. women's team, and a bunch of MLS games, and then sells those. Revenue from there is how Deloy Hansen makes money with Real Salt Lake, mm -hmm. not selling tickets and popcorn and beer and scarves and, and jerseys. Understood. That's not... So, no, the club does not need to be profitable. But that's part of the club being profitable. No, no, no. That is a separate entity. The, the, that will never show up in the club's revenue, ever. Keep going. No, dude, no. you're the one that wanted to have a debate. I'm here to have a debate. This is, Be prepared. But this is silly. No, no, you're, you're it's not up. a line item in the club. I'm not looking at the income statement. Right. I'm saying you said the club needs to be profitable. Yes. The club absolutely does not need to be profitable for Deloitte Hansen to make money from the club. Deloitte Hansen needs to be profitable with the club. Sure, which he is in multiple ways, all of which are attainable with the club getting negative revenue year over year. How do we how do we know that? The, because some is a, a, a traded company. Okay, so how much money did he make from some? I have no idea. Well, that that's what the fuck we're talking right, about. But that's here. where the money for uh, uh, MLS okay, so franchise owners know. comes from. You're just saying like there's this like thing it's wildly that's widely common knowledge if you go into the depth. It's of, not a matter, but it's not okay. widely common knowledge. So how much money did he make from that? I I don't know, I don't know. I don't have that level of And if he's making that much money on it, mm -hmm. wouldn't his share of that money increase if he's if he signs like a Zlatan Ibrahimovic? 
I, I don't know how they negotiate. Like, so why does LA sign size. Zlatan then? What I'm saying well, is this. Well, LA signed Zlatan because they could sell jerseys, and it was that's, yes. that's how LA does it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I'm saying is this. We can disagree with, the biz- with, with his business decisions. Right. At the end of the day, you, me, I don't know all four to 5,000 people that follow us on the, mm-hmm. fa- on the social medias. I'm willing to bet that none of them have made the kind of money DLH has made from scratch, by right, the way. Right, but that doesn't excuse his decision-making. You, you, keep, don't, you, you, keep, you keep interrupting uh, me, keep bro. Because you keep saying weird things. You just, we, you're we, saying he's successful, into... therefore he can't be wrong, and that's not right. That's not what I said at all. It's, you're alluding to it. You're no, saying he's no, a business no. owner who makes all this you're money. Saying... He's making business decisions, who's successful at business, therefore nope. he can't be wrong with the club, and he doesn't get that kind of car so launch now, with now, now you are keep in going. The, you're in the territory of people saying Zlatan Ibrahimovic is an awesome soccer player, therefore he's a great human being. No, I'm saying, you're saying that. No, no, I'm saying the exact opposite because okay. you didn't let me finish yet. All what right, I'm saying going. is Zlatan Ibrahimovic is an awesome soccer player, probably one of the greatest ever, and an asshole at the same time. Right. What I'm also saying is Deloy mm-hmm. Hansen is an asshole. Right. And an asshole we're lucky to have. Okay, why? Why are we lucky to have him? You have yet to give me a reason. I haven't gotten to it yet you because should you get keep to, you, interrupting you, you've me. You've been talking for 25 minutes. You haven't talked about it. Well, you have talked for 17 of those 25. No, false. So to keep be going. fair, keep there's, going. Why there's are we ass. lucky to have him? We are lucky to have him for multiple different reasons. And I'm going to get into the comments here in just a second. Every time the baker opens his mouth, we get one comment removed from our ability to be able to respond. So get mad at him, right? He's a local, well, actually, I covered a lot of this to start with. Local boy with deep pockets, drastically and very much dedicated to Utah sports and, in this case, specifically, Real Salt Lake. Who else would have invested hundreds, literally, well, we're assuming here. It depends how you look at it. He has literally invested north of $100 million into soccer. How do you know that? Exactly. See, that's I can do saying. it too. Yeah. Let's okay, see. Keep, he's, see, he's invested. See, this he's invested is why it takes 25 minutes to get through three item lines. He's yeah. invested multiple millions of dollars into the club, yes. The estimate for the Harriman Academy alone is $78 million. Yeah. In, this is yes. according to Salt Lake Tribune. Right. How they got their numbers, I don't know. Okay. But I would like to, at some point, believe, like, uh, there's some journalistic integrity there. He has brought us... The Monarchs. So now we have a USL team. Mm-hmm. He has brought us the Royals. Right. Which is one of the best teams in women's soccer in the United States. Mm-hmm. He has built the academies. He's built a school, mm-hmm. right? A very nice STEM school. Really good looking school. He's got an academy. Do we still have the uh, Scottsdale Academy? No, Scottsdale. No, the, no. All the, Arizona, or, yeah. all the Arizona operations moved to Harriman. Then there's a, there's a one in the north. Was it uh, Logan? Yeah, they have like the mini academies or whatever they're called. He has not built it, but he has taken on ownership of what I believe is the most pretty stadium. Not the loudest anymore, not the not the uh, sexiest anymore, but prettiest stadiums in the in the league in Major League Soccer, which is Rio Tinto Stadium. Mm-hmm. His problem is he's inept in social media. He's inept in actually handling current. Um, this is my opinion, man. I'm just a dumbass talking on the microphone. I think I he's, won't argue with that. I think he's got. <clears throat> I had he, to do it to you. He's got a serious problem with 
I'm not sure what the right word is. Ego. Yeah. Grain grandeur is that? He has a grandiose vision of himself. Absolutely does. He thinks he's pretty hot stuff. And I do not think he is very apt in handling people. As was, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Younger people, let's say that way, Mm -hmm. especially in social media. A couple of examples that come to mind is the video he was recorded on. Yeah. What did he really say? Not much. Apparently enough that, according to Petke, it cost Petke his job. Right, because of the DLH. Because I, th- of- I think Petke would have been like, eh, whatever. Petke is from the East Coast. He did, you know. Sure, I'm it's sure Mike been- freaking Petke. He doesn't give a shit. Right. Right? That could have been, that would have never been mentioned again. Sure. If he didn't fire him. And then his statements about like the millennials when I'm fired. Mm-hmm. We did do polls on this and mm-hmm. we do, we went through like a detailed description why we actually represent the quote unquote millennials or the majority right. of them. Because. Thank God Facebook actually has numbers and volumes and like tracks people's uh, age and right. it gets a little creepy after a while. Um, and no, the vast majority of them did not want him fired. But right. I think DLH is almost like that old guy that's like a little out of tune. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I would say more so than a little, but okay. But I think we're extremely lucky to have because we are. You keep so- saying it's because he's okay, local and rich. So just let me finish a fucking sentence and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. We're extremely lucky to have him because we are Salt Lake City, motherfucking Utah. Uh-huh. Sacramento is a bigger city. Yeah. Well, Austin already got their cities uh, team, so never mind. But Austin is a bigger city. Mm-hmm. A lot of cities are bigger cities. There are not a lot of people, a lot of families that will put literally north of $100 million of their own money on the line mm-hmm. to have a professional soccer team in Utah. Right. So I am not talking about his managerial abilities. Mm-hmm. That's beyond the point. Right. We're getting to like, is he a good manager or not? That's not the point. Okay. But that matters because he, he... Not in my conversation. What I'm saying but here you is... you can dictate the limits of the conversation. I absolutely can. I just no, did. I'm saying, but I, I want to talk that's about a the new fact. Conversation. That I want to talk about the fact that people are leaving because of him. Okay, we can get into that. Yeah. What I'm that saying matters. is this. What I'm saying is this. I would much rather have him than some business guy who is not loyal. Yeah, he's not the worst owner in the MLS. I think he's the best owner. As I far would as rather I rather have the Atlanta guys <laughs> have that Home Depot money. Okay, it's for the money. I think he's putting into it. I don't know what Atlanta guy's net worth is. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet, well, you have to remember he also owns like the football teams, yes. right? He's not not a poor man. I'm willing to bet that DLH's percentage of net worth mm-hmm. investment in this team is probably close to that dude's investment in his sure. MLS team. But like, all right. yeah. We, I do not believe, just like the Jazz, and there's a lot of freaking talk about Gail Miller buying, whatever. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that Utah Jazz are leaving Salt Lake City, Utah, anytime soon because of the Millers. I do not believe that Real Salt Lake, well, especially with its name, Mm -hmm. is leaving Salt Lake City. Sure. Because of Deloy Hansen. That is most important to me. Right. So whether we buy players or spend the extra money or don't spend the Mm -hmm. extra money, I actually want him to spend less money or make better investments so we can make profits so the team stays here and we become profitable that way. I want DLH to make money. Mm -hmm. I think most 
other if it was an actual pure business decision like some talk about mm-hmm. would you make more money moving the team to san francisco yeah but he can't also just move the team just because he wants to move yeah, the team it's, but a, if it's he, a franchise if he really wants to we all know he can there's been a lot of movement in franchise systems in the, the u.s early Early, in early the like air- a few years ago, the Seattle Sound. I mean, oh, never mind. We're going getting a Columbus Crew. No, I was actually talking about basketball for a second. Right, right, no, when no. Seattle no. Supersonics soccer. moved to Oklahoma. Soccer. San Jose lost like two teams, didn't they? Right, right. In, right. in the early days, it happened. These days, not so much. Yeah, because it's hmm? they're probably vetting these people. Right, and, and so like I mean. Can Let me I ask you this question. When you, Can when, I officially respond? No, because we have to get to the comments. No, no, I, I want to officially respond to some of the stuff you're saying. Not yet. Let me okay. go through the comments. All right, go through the comments. I promise the people, man. All so, right, go. Go do it. So we won't get through all of them. Thanks, Baker. No, we, I, I can read them. You... I'll read them. No, you respond. I'm going to read. All right. All read right. Jordans. No. Leland Messersmith. RSL Nation. We already have, and you have yet to prove otherwise. You already responded to that. Thank you. Addressing each of them on the podcast tomorrow. Here we go. Jordan uh, Larrabee, I think. He's dedicated to himself and his sponsors. RSL was never about dedication or commitment to anything other than uh, something for him and to make a buck off of. If he could sell this team and end up on top, he would in a heartbeat. What's the name? Jordan Larrabee. Jordan A. Love you. B, you're full of shit. It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense with nothing I just said. Right? right but do you see the problem with the segment? Jordan can't respond now. Right. That's part of the segment. Yeah. That's... I, I didn't respond to the comment. Mm-hmm. No, this is not, again, this is debate. This is awesome. But it's this, not I debate love... if you just get the final word every time. No, okay. We can open it back up. Jordan, reply. And everyone's invited to do this. I'm going to put my phone away because you're apparently reading these now. Okay. Right. So... If he's about the money, just go online and do a quick Google search. And just do general search about the worst things to invest your money in. You know what's right up there? Sports teams. You don't invest money in sports teams to make a buck. Yeah, you invest money what in did, some and get your money what, that way. What did overall, I would say, I don't know this, and look despite all this talk we have about like him being public and all this, it's actually pretty hard to find some real information on DLH if you really want to dig into it online. I would say the overall purchase of Real Salt Lake, the stadium, paying for the academies. He didn't buy the stadium, by the way. He really like did like a weird Yeah, some real sketchy Yeah, Yeah. Well, that's what he does. Actually, right. that's what, and when it comes to that's one of my okay. that's one of the talking points, and that's a shady question mark. I say yes, but it could be my background because I'm like he reminds me of the kind of guy who runs everything where I'm from originally. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I'm willing to bet that the Aloy Hansen spent or dedicated because let's face it, most of it's probably some kind of loans or whatever. I, I don't know how rich people do stuff, right? Yeah, that explains why we're recording this. Hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars. Sure. It could be the absolute minimum amount that would qualify for hundreds. It could be like a couple of hundred, but it's a boatload of money. Yeah, yeah. More money and than he, you and I have invested in the club. And he is on record saying, and I believe him, that mm-hmm. he will never make a profit from the club. Right, because clubs aren't profitable in the MLS. Yes. He, no, if he wanted no, to make no. a profit, he couldn't. So, but I'm, he I'm, couldn't. Di- I'm disputing this specific statement that he's in for the dollar. He will sell it in a second if he could. Right. I do not. So in he's any, making dollars indirectly from I owning I do not in any way, shape, or form believe. Uh, what was it, Leland? 
Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> it's Larrabee as a last name. Oh, there you go. That's why I got confused. Um, I do not believe in any way, shape, or form that he is in it for the money. He doesn't want to lose money. I'll bet you anything, and I don't know this, and well, I've read about the guy, and I've uh, heard about him enough to say that if he can just keep this club without ever making a dollar, but not losing a dollar, he'll do it in a heartbeat. Right. Never yeah, I, sell one it. Of the, well, can't stress enough. No MLS owners are making money. I don't give two shits about but, other but, MLS yeah, but owners. But that matters. You Next can, comment. You no, know, he can't sit Next there and comment. go, I'm never going to make money. You can't keep bringing he, up the same that argument matters. that I have that dismantled you didn't, like you didn't dismantle times. it. You didn't address it. He doesn't make his money directly this is from about, this RSL. Is, this is about our followers. Next, next. Camo, RSL was lucky to have Dave Checkets and Coach Christ. Agree 110%. We were lucky to have those guys it when they were here. It was a question for you, but to paraphrase what you just said, yes, I agree 110%. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. If that doesn't mean anything. GM Ryan. Say again. If Weibel does in fact leave Christ for GM, not the worst idea. I would. Okay. I mean, he. I. I. I used to say that he should be the next coach. Christ. Yeah. No, Christ. Until Christ. I actually looked at the record. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Thank you. So love what he did. We. We. We all have emotional attachments uh -huh. to people, and yeah. I'm not sure what that comment has to do with the LH. Right, and then there's a bunch of sub-comments to that. We'll just leave that no, out. No, we're not doing sub-comments. All right. The best and most qualified people to determine his dedication to the club are those that work for him. Uh, this is Zach, by the way. Zach yeah. uh, From the comments we've seen from Craig Weibel and others, they don't seem to think too highly of him. I applaud many of the things he has done for, let me do a Seymour here real quick, for the club, the academy, for the Monarchs, and for the Royals. But when your employees are essentially saying they'd rather leave than their jobs than to continue working for you, that speaks volumes. Who said that? Zach. Zach what? Ertl. Zach E. Zach Ertl. Or Ertel. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's just good. Let's do Zach E. I 100% agree with what Zach just said there. Yeah. He's absolutely correct. Having said that. So, yes, I agree. He's done a lot for the club. He's done... He's He has built a foundation. Let me rephrase. He has headed up the building of a foundation hmm. of soccer capabilities let's say that way academies the women's team the 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 um, monarchs mm -hmm. right yep the the major team that can quite literally build a foundation within utah that will be around forever yeah that is the most important thing i think he has done sure Having been, I would agree with that actually. Employed for a long time, having had a lot of bosses, and being a boss. First of all, let, let's say it this way: he's specifically mentioning the comments of uh, Weibel, right? Which Weibel hasn't. To be right. clear, we don't know what Weibel's version of the story is. Exactly. But other people Both. have made very clear that his managerial style leaves him to be desired. Which takes me back to my one of my original comments: DLH is an asshole. Right, but it, and okay. I'm okay with that. Cool. So I'm not. It, here's the thing: if he wants to invest in real estate and solar panels and dope screens, that's fine. When he starts involving himself in the day-to-day -day soccer operations, that was not part of uh, his question. No, no, he that 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 bleeds into it. Oh, we're are talking, you, are we're you, talking are you about to the it? best front office in the league, in my opinion. If if you look at what uh, Lagerway and the boys did in that stretch with very small resources the best front office in real salt lake split up mm -hmm. i'll 
Lagerway to this day won't work with. Like he has gone on record saying he won't work with uh, Deloitte Hansen. Multiple people who like aren't big shot deals who just work in the valley, everyday jobs who have worked for Deloitte Hansen will not work for the man again. Mm-hmm. If he just said, "Guys, I'm going to build dope." structures and schools and do the real estate thing that I do very well and stay out of the day-to-day soccer operations, I'd sit here and say, yeah, we're lucky to have him. He keeps involving himself in an area that isn't his expertise. How do we know he does? Because when we sign Albert Rushnak, he sits there and he talks to the press about soccer and it's obvious he doesn't know what he's talking about. A lot of other it's, owners do. I Remember f- when Schweinsteiger got signed to Chicago and there was a reporter that asked him if Chicago Fire can yeah, win yeah. the World Cup? The, the, the yeah. reporter's an idiot. That's not my problem. Yeah. I, that reporter doesn't run the Chicago Fire. Uh, All right. Anyways, that, let's move no, no, on. That's what's, the next, what's the next comment? Yeah, let's get to the inter- comments. We're, we're, we're 90 minutes in. That wasn't part of the question. Uh, he has done a lot of good. His investment in the academy, into the parks, around the state. But in the grand scheme of things, I feel like he wants to be his legacy. Yes. Look what I did for the community. Look what I did here. I brought this club, and this is Caleb, read by the way. The microphone. And and turn it into a five hundred million dollar empire. And I guess where's the harm in that? What makes it hard to swallow for me is that when you push the agenda that RSL is a family, will at the same time chasing money over trophies, which is what the fans care about, if you win, the money comes. I'm not saying they don't make money, but there are different venues to pursue that outcome. That was Caleb R. Yeah. Again, most people are correct. Not most people. I haven't actually read all of them, but that, that, that is a correct statement. Again, the difference is, and this is why I was saying what I was saying, is I don't have a problem. If Deloy Hansen or Jimmy Johns or Jessica Jimmy Parker, <laughs> I'm making up names here. Jessica Parker's an actress. Okay, I know that. Okay. okay. Whoever owns the freaking club, if they're not making money on it, they don't want to be a part of it. What is so difficult to understand? Why are have why have we become such weird? I'm not sure what the word is, like weird people. They're like, oh, if you also make money. But it's not also. uh, Caleb was indicating the fact that he believes it's at a detriment to what we talk about. We talk about family and the club being like, you know, that we were trophies, but at the same time, we're sacrificing trophies for money is what Caleb claims. I don't know how he got that conclusion. You know, he's not saying, you know, making money is bad. He's saying we're doing these other things but, but Poorly you, for the sake of making money. Any Anyone who's ever fed a family will know that family needs to eat and you need profits to feed it. The club's not profitable. Most of those franchises aren't Right. Okay. That's what I mean. So mm-hmm. so money is actually literally coming out of his pocket. Oh, no. Money's going into his pocket because he owns RSL, but it's not from operating RSL. I'm talking about what we know, right? Yeah, we it, know it, some exist the, and we the, know that the, some... The mo- the, in, in RSL specifically, the money is literally going out of it. So when we talk about like, hey, uh, we should pay Albert Rushnak $2 million. Mm-hmm. You and I can talk about like, oh, it's $2 million. Oh, this is DP money. It doesn't affect this and doesn't affect this. It's actually money coming out of his goddamn pocket. Like real money. Right. It's, it's a whole different level. Who else... Ask, let me ask you this question. <clears throat> Excuse me, losing my voice here. We're 90 minutes into this thing, man. We got to wrap up soon. Who else in Utah can you think of that would w- keep the team here and, and keep losing money? Who would keep running probably a business? The, Mil- the Millers, probably. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, probably the Millers. I think the, I think the Millers at one point were interested in buying RSL. 
I'm very interested. All right, keep going. Anyways, what I'm saying here is this. Don't be mad about the money. I don't think that it has, you have to pick between making it run like a family or the money. I am not a fan of what happened to Javi. That was messed up. I'm obviously, personally, not a fan of what happened to, to Petke. That was messed up. I don't... Well, I think the Javi thing might have actually been... Um, um, very heavily influenced by the money. I don't think that was Petke. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> I don't think that was DLH. That's more like a Craig Weibel snaky, sneaky bull BS. He what did. is? What's Craig Weibel sneaky, sneaky? The 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 instructing uh, the one coach in the country who would actually listen to his GM and not start a player uh, to not start at Seattle Sounders. Mike Petke wasn't the coach. No, Mike Petke. Oh. We're talking about uh, what's his Kassar. name? Uh, Kassar. They didn't right. start Javi uh, uh, in the last game, which then automatically didn't renew his contract. Anyways, read me another comment. All right, I'm just skipping around now because we're not going to get to all these. Well, get to the good ones. Well, I'm not going to read them all. I'm not going to get to the good ones. Well, I'm going to get to uh, I read the... F oh, this is Jenny G. I read the full 40-page lawsuit the whole time I was shaking my head. Everything changed when DLH got caught talking to the fans at the Royals game. He knew he wasn't firing Mike, but once he backed himself into the corner, there was no turning back. He did everything he could to make himself look better and make Petke look like the one without any morals. Absolutely. Maybe he should have looked in the mirror. Okay. Well, see, the last one is just like a jab, so I will ignore that part. I absolutely agree with her 100%. This is why I said earlier that DLH's biggest weakness is his, his social media and just current whatever ineptness, right? Mm -hmm. I think he panicked. He absolutely panicked. He saw that video well, of himself. And this is what I think in part caused, well, didn't cause because they were before that. But I think he's absolutely true. He, he has an absolute fundamental misunderstanding of current youth <laughs> as, he can, as, as he deems and what they think and what he should do. He completely mismanaged that situation. He, A, should have never been answering to, like, random fans, which then could have led into more fans thinking he's an asshole, but then this wouldn't have happened. We also don't know how often this happens. He's a talkative guy. Like I said, I've run into him a hundred times. Not a hundred times. More than once. Talkative. He never shuts the hell up. Right? So... Stop swearing. So, I, I'm not sure... I'm not sure... Uh, what he could have done better, I absolutely do agree that he completely butchered that uh, situation. Completely butchered it. I also completely believe that he was not going to fire Mike Petke, and I agree. Um, that doesn't reflect badly on him, in my opinion. That reflects bad management of that specific situation. Next. Yeah, I, I'm not going to read all these. They're like nine paragraphs long, dude. It's I have one. I want to read Mike's. Mike McGrath. Uh, you remember Mike? Yeah, with the Portland. Yeah, so you we met me. Mike uh, in Portland. Um, I'm also personal Facebook friends with Mike. I never write on much on him, but uh, love this guy, right? Like, he and I don't agree on a thing from judging by his post, right? And, um, yeah, this whole thing, uh, I, I, yeah. I love his feedback on stuff because it's usually – educated, uh, well-researched, and he knows what he's talking about. So here's what Mike uh, McGrath wrote. He said, true, he is uh, dedicated, but his dedication is not motivated by the love of football culture, but is motivated by the success of his business endeavors. 
generally yes not in this specific business endeavor in my opinion so then he goes on to say one may argue that those two motivators are intimately connected okay and um dependent on each other and to the uh, to a degree this is true however hansen is often clueless and tactless when dealing with rsl and the organic culture that has developed within the club's fan base this petkey incident highlights his lack of tact in the area i have described essentially hansen gave into pc culture at the expense of a fan base that viewed petkey as a cult hero for his fiery tirades against officials. You can argue he uh, stuck by club principles. Anyways, I won't read the rest of this stuff. No, it's, uh, it's, it's important. It's two more he, sentences. He talks about the DJ interview. What I want to say is this. Uh, I did not realize how, many, how much I was going to agree with how many of the comments that were put in to this because I quite literally was challenging people most people, if I may, at least the ones you read and Mike's that I read, kind of agree with it. You're the only one that disagrees with it. Disagree with what? That we are very fortunate to have Deloy Hansen as an owner of RSL. I, I have yet to see somebody say we're fortunate to have our Deloy Okay, Hansen. well, now you're getting all legally on me because we've been no. talking about legally. Okay, Hold read on, me, let me a finish. comment that said we're fortunate. Let me no, no, that, that's what I mean. You're getting legal. Okay, that alludes to us being fortunate. So it, everything I've read so far alludes to us being fortunate. Yes. Okay, give me an example. Can I ask? Because that doesn't sound right. We aren't reading the same comments. What are you talking about? So I just read you a comment. Okay. So the comment goes, true, he's dedicated, yes. but his dedication is not motivated by love of football culture. It is motivated by the success of his, success of his business endeavors. Okay, so hold, stop right okay. there for a second. Yeah, that's where the break is. Yes. <laughs> I think it might be quite literally a mental approach and acceptance of this, the difference between you and I. This is, do you see this as a positive or negative? What, what you just read there? That he's motivated? By this specific thing. No, he's, he's I'm aware of the fact that he needs to make his money. And is it he, positive or negative in your mind? It's neutral. It's, it's neither. No, it, it's, it's, this is a super he, positive in my mind. Like he's how can not this be motivated neutral? by the love of football culture? I don't give a shit That's if not... he's motivated by the love of football. Oh, then get out of football. D don't talk about mean? football. Don't when we sign when a new last time when he... we sign a new DP player, shut up and let the people who love football culture talk about football. If he doesn't love football, he shouldn't be introducing our new young DP. Do you own a car? Do I own a car? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I own a car. Have you paid for the car? Yes, I've paid for the car. When was the last time you let someone drive your car while you were in it? Uh, I, without me in it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to say like a few months ago. Exactly. What? It's his club. It's his car. He owns it. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Why? Right, but if he doesn't... I would be all over sure. the front pages myself. Because you love football someone. culture. You know what you're talking about. Deloitte Hansen doesn't know football. He doesn't. Look at the interviews. Whenever he talks about soccer, he has no idea what he's talking about. Okay. Does that make him a bad owner? No. Okay. But that's it, it whole, makes him a bad owner when he involves himself in the operations of the soccer side. That's, that was the whole question. The question is, does that make him a bad owner? I don't think it does. It makes him a bad owner right, if proceed. he let's doesn't do, stay do, out do, of soccer. Let's do one more comment because I really got to drop off in like two minutes. <laughs>
Okay. It's hard to identify, but something feels off. This is Matt R. Uh -huh. Feels off within the RLC organization. They seem to blunder the way they handle important things quite often. That would point in experience and or ineptitude at crucial moments. Petki, Javi, Yura, Jaime, Burrito, Plata, Ortuño, Christ, Lagerway. The only thing propping the club up in any way is the players and the fans' love for the players. The players, the fans, the actual playing of the sport we all love. It would be great to see focus on soccer, just simply soccer. It would be great if I could convince myself that that's what the organization front office cared about as well. Winning and doing well draws in fans. Deloy Hansen rode the wave of momentum started in Christ's era into shore and hasn't figured out how to create another wave to ride. Is there a fan that can pitch buying RSL on Shark Tank? Okay, you know what I've noticed with these, like, loaded Facebook comments? They all, like, 99% of it is really good, awesome stuff. And I agree with, like, almost all of it, right? And then there's, like, closing. Mm. Like, why end that with, can we pitch it on Shark Tank? Like you Okay, so you invited people on the internet yeah. to make comments, and you're shocked that people are making comments on the internet. People are hey. people don't – okay, you know what it is? People don't think he's a good owner. People don't have generally positive things but to say about him. why start – okay, no, I disagree because what the way I'm reading this is the majority of the of the stuff is positive and then the, he starts off listing things the club isn't handling well a list of names this particular one yes yes yeah. every single comment is something negative you're choosing to fixate on the positive because you think he's awesome so that's that's you can't change the what's being written just because you want to fixate on the positive so now the, every the, comment ends in a negative so let me get there you out, let me get you out of your safe little bubble here yes Oh my God! Jaime, we're not doing this. Jaime is DLH's fault. I don't know what Jaime. Well, I don't know. I don't well, know what he this just means. said. So you just agreed with everything he said, basically. I, I, you're I saying don't know what whole... he means by Jaime. Okay. I Lagerway is DLH's fault. Oh, okay. Hold Javi on. is DLH's oh, fault. Really? Yes. Lagerway. What do we know about Lagerway? Lagerway went on record as saying he doesn't want to work with Lo Hansen. The reason Lagerway left is because of the Lo Hansen. That Good. is a fact. Okay. Um, Javi, do we think Javi is the, uh, Deloitte's fault? I think it was a business decision, yes. By Deloitte. I think Deloitte was more involved than he probably should have we, been. Weren't we blaming Craig Weibel for this until mm -hmm. like everything's Craig six Weibel's hours fault. ago? Yes, everything yeah. is Craig Weibel's fault. He's the guy cool. that should be running the soccer operations. But it sounds like Craig Weibel has to answer to Deloitte Hansen. Okay, who else uh, does he have listed there? I don't know. I, I closed my laptop. I think Burrito. I Okay. Yeah. Burrito. Okay. Yeah. Burrito. Burrito. burrito, burrito. Is, yeah. Is burrito, burrito the LH's No. Fault? Burrito's wife didn't want to be here, and they left. Okay. Yeah. So, when you say, I mean, I can literally go on record and say anything. I can say DLA. I can say I landed on the moon last week. Okay. That doesn't mean when you quote me and saying that thing, you're taking me at my word for having landed on the moon last week. Okay. I don't understand that analogy, but well. Okay. Uh, can we agree that Burrito didn't leave because of DLH? Sure. Can we agree that Lagerway left because of DLH? The answer is yes. Yes, we can. No. The Lagerway told us he left because of DLH. Okay. Why are you sidestepping my argument? Like, because no, no. If no. the conversation includes, yeah, yes, I'm sure. Okay, but Again, the conversation also included Lagerway. This goes right. That's not how this works. No, when, when someone okay. says when when you know when you know someone, uh -huh. right, and they lie to you once, okay, about something major. Uh -huh. Are you suddenly questioning everything else they said? Yes. 
Okay, so the one lie here is the burrito left because of the LH. Sure, and then the one truth is Lagerwey did That's leave because... That's not how it works. So if someone tells you nine truths and a lie... He included something he maybe should have included. The game yeah. is literally called two truths and a lie. <laughs> no, that, that's not, you don't that's believe, not this thing. You, you don't believe anything when someone tells no, a lie. No, I, I believe that Lagerwey left because of the, the, the Loy Hansen. Lagerwey okay. has told us. That is a fact. I'm not talking about Lagerwey. I'm talking about the one lie in this statement. Okay. Cool, you got me on the lie that this guy said I'm on not, my behalf. I'm, it's apparently. not even your lie. <laughs> right, but it's, it's someone okay, else's dude, lie. All right, I'm going to summarize this real quick. The, if Deloitte Hansen wanted to build dope real estate and sweet properties and academies and buy teams and invest money in solar panels, that's awesome. He knows what he's do, talking about mm -hmm. there. He knows real estate. Keep at it. Yep. Uh, they're perfect example. I was talking to a few coworkers earlier today about – the lawsuit, and I was like, yeah, Deloy Hansen, I bring up Deloy Hansen as being brought up in the lawsuit. Friend of, co-worker, friend of mine, this kid's got maybe watched four soccer games his entire life, mm -hmm. literally. The words that come out of his mouth were, yeah, Deloy uh, Hansen's a real piece of work. I guess him and his dad had done some business together, and that Good. that's the that's the perception this guy has. So in his own private like business, he's allowed to be a piece of work. Yeah. Totally. He whatever he owns, however he wants to conduct business, no problem. It's alienating people. It's alienating people that we need to lead this club. And it's creating an environment where that word has gotten out. People are talking to each other and they're saying, hey, this DLH guy is pretty hard to work with. Mm -hmm. So you've got a small club, middle of nowhere, Utah, you know down and out on our luck and you've got an owner who makes your job harder than it needs to be so Talking at some point and at some point we have to hire a coach next year in that environment that mm -hmm. is a problem if Deloitte Hansen wants to build new stadiums and build new facilities I'm all for it if Deloitte Hansen wants to talk soccer week in week out that's where I have a problem with it as a Deloitte fan. Hansen does not talk soccer he's, week he's in, apparently week more involved than he should be well we're talking about everything on the record when was the last time you, you heard Deloitte Hansen talk soccer uh, apparently, whenever this video was recorded, that wasn't even talking soccer. That was talking about like uh, uh, literally let, a management let, let, decision. Let the people that you've hired to run the club run the club. Let me paraphrase. He shouldn't be doing that. Let me paraphrase and clarify and simplify what you just said because it was a no, whole. No, I, I said what I wanted nothing. to say. I said what I wanted to say. The low Hansen shouldn't be involved in the soccer operations. He is creating an environment that makes it hard to hire good candidates in the future. Remember I told you the word uh, bureaucratic warfare earlier? Uh -huh. All right. So I don't want to get into that because uh, that sounds like a whole bunch of rules. What I would say to this is, is a couple of things. One, Delo Hansen, I agree, needs to stop trying to be a rock star. That's why it's coming from. I don't think he's actually got a genuine interest in being involved in the soccer decisions. He, he wants, yes. Yeah. He wants two things. He wants a successful soccer club. Mm hmm Jerry Jones, that owns the Cowboys. It's the same thing. I mean, slightly less money. Slightly, actually. They're, they're right up there, I think, in actual uh, personal valuation. But it's the same thing. He's all over the news all the time, right? Right. When you think Dallas Cowboys, you think not the quarterback, not the running back, not the – you think Jerry Jones, right? Okay. I don't want Delaware Hansen to be the first thought you have when you think Real Salt Lake. So I agree with you. He needs to stop trying to be a rock star. Right. That's all. Sit in the background. Let the people handle it. Hire I agree. people. I agree. Why doesn't he want to do that, though? 
that doesn't mean he's a bad owner. Like all I of disagree. that. No, that's part of him. That's, of that. that is that goes into being an owner. He so, is a very hands-on owner. I have a problem next, with that. The next thing I would like to say is this: anyone, and I mean anyone who has a problem with Delo Hansen owning Real Salt Lake, bring an alternative. And I know the easy answer is, uh, what about Gail? We don't even know what the hell Gail Miller's finances look like right now. I mean, we also right? can't make him sell. We don't want. The I don't want could to. potentially, I, but I don't want. Well, okay, to. there are people uh, that's who would. Not, that's fine. Could, right. That's fine. And that this is totally fine. Let's keep. We need to continuously. This is why outlets like ours are extremely important. I did. I hated the segment. This was such a waste of time. Keep going. This was awesome. We need to no, debate we're these not, things. We're not reading comments anymore. It's it's very one sided. All right, isolation. Maybe a new segment coming. Yo, I'm gonna call the one on one with Adele. Fine. You we're, can record it after I leave. We're all we're we not, do, I'm not letting you we're all we do waste people's comments. time, read their comments, and then just give you a response and not let like it's it's very one sided. Right. We'll invite like them it. online. Ooh, good point. We okay. like that. We can do a YouTube live and then okay. come on. Set it up. Um anyways, what I'm saying is this. Anyone, you know, I, I think this is my personal opinion. Disagree. Mm -hmm. For Christ's sake, disagree. Um we're lucky to have him. Yeah, I disagree. And I don't know a better option right now. Yeah, we don't have a better option. Okay, then what the f what the well, fuck well, else do we do? Will we sell to yes, San Antonio? It's, it's the discussion. What? It, it's we are talking about it. it. You are. It is okay to read Mike Petke's complaint, and if the things are true, and they're once again big if, it's yeah. okay to be frustrated by what people are saying about your owner. It is normal to look back and think about all of the times that you've heard people talk about the Lohansen and think what the context was. And it's totally normal to go, man, I wonder what could have been if we had gotten somebody else, maybe. That's that's normal. Do I you. think we're going to get a new owner anytime soon? Absolutely not. It's not a reality. And but we frequently talk about things that aren't a reality. Could, and we should continue talking and that's, about it. And that's, that's, I'm answering your question. Like, what's the point? That's the point. I'm frustrated by the fact that Craig Weibel may or may not have alluded to the fact that ah, our man. front office is one of the worst uh, uh, environments to work in. That bothers me. I hope that's not true, but I get the feeling that he might have actually said that. Yeah. That bothers I, I me. Agree it's okay that. to be frustrated by that. I agree with that feeling, first of all, because I've also heard it from other other places. Right. I, I actually currently work with people who have worked with that organization before, mm -hmm. and yes, it's a it's a hard knock place to work for. It doesn't pay that much, apparently. Right. I mean, I'm sure Craig Weibel gets paid plenty. Sure. But, you know, the people that work for them. So, yeah, I have heard about that. At the end of the day, I do want a ass kicker as an owner. And the one thing, again, I'll sit back and listen when you have a solution. Anyone. Right. Once again, Anyone no actual solution everyone. will ever be present because we can't well, make himself. Well, then what the hell are we doing? Just well, I just out. answered you. We're frustrated and we're voicing that frustration. And I disagree. I, I, I actually, I, I, I maybe want... Deloitte, maybe Deloitte will hear this and he'll recognize, hey, I've hired experts to do a job. I will let those experts do their job. Let me ask you this question. Maybe that's the solution. We gave Craig Weibel some credit for hiring um, some pretty hmm. good players of yeah. late. Right. Does DLH get that credit too? For hiring Craig Weibel? Yeah. No, no, the, the good players. I don't think he's the one that hired them. Okay. Well, why, why are we... Why, uh, why, mm -hmm. why are we then giving him the... the Clout, 
No, the Craig the, Weibel or Deloitte Hansen. Deloitte Hansen. Why are we blaming him for some of the players we mentioned earlier? Well, I. Why, why did mm. you just say earlier that he is in part to blame for the Javi Morales situation? If he's also, does that mean he's also given credit for the Albert Rushnak situation? He's given credit for signing that check. Absolutely. Absolutely. He gets 100% credit for being the guy that pays the bills. Okay. That's but does all he... I want from him. I want his role to stop there. And every once in a while, if he wants to do a press release, bring out his grandkids, do no, a tour, hold on, hold on a that's second. fine. That's but that's where, I want his re- that's where I want his work to stop. I want him to sign the check, take the photo, and then shut up and let the GM and the coaches and the people who know soccer do their jobs. Do you think that's his, what I, that's you my think, solution. Do you think his role stopped there with Albert? No, no, it didn't. It, it, he very much made himself involved in the entire process. So do, does he get credit for getting Albert Ruzniak over here? I don't think he like scouted him, if that's what you're asking. No. Well, the, uh, let me ask you this. Does he get equal credit for getting Albert Ruzniak and, say, Savarino to okay. RSL as he gets blame mm-hmm. for, let's say, the uh, Javi Morales situation sure. and uh, apparently the burrito situation? Right. Once again, neither of those were my comments. Okay. That you're referencing, I don't think I ideally don't want the Law Hansen to have anything no, no, to no, do. Not ideally, I get. Okay, I, I, no, I no, agree. he doesn't. He doesn't. Agree he doesn't get equal ideally. blame and credit for roster hires and roster fires. Does he get equal? No, he blame. doesn't. Is is it no. like a blame to no? To, yes, to, yes. Uh, the, he gets the exact same amount credit of credit. Ratio. He gets the exact same amount of credit for signing players as he gets blame for players leaving. In my book. So, do you think Craig Weibel has done a good job over the last year? I think if what I yeah I think Craig Weibel's done a decent job over the last year. So has Deloitte Hansen done a good decent job over the last year? No, <laughs> no, because we don't have a coach anymore. We have a general manager who wants to leave because of Deloitte Hansen. Okay, that's I that's that's, I that's the difference. Preface. Remember the preface to all of this is that we're going Mike off Petke's, of Mike Petke's documents yes. here. Um, the the, the waterway thing, the the best front office that's ever been assembled in the MLS, disbanding because of Lil Hansen, isn't Mike Petke, and they 100% left because of him. Right. At least Lagerway. Uh, that that I is that is do fact. Not, I do not disagree from what I that heard. Matters. That matters. That he's a very difficult person to work with. There are people that won't work with Real Salt Lake because of him. That's fine. That's a big deal. Okay. That's where I think he deserves. I'm sure blame. every organization has that. I I I, I uh, mean, on, obviously, on those, I wouldn't hear about it because I don't follow yeah. it as closely. Sure. Um, on those levels, it doesn't yeah. have to be the owner. It no, could be like the, the chairman. It sure. could be the whatever I CEO. I frequently could be visit the uh, Colorado blogs. They are frustrated because their owner doesn't care enough. Yeah, Chicago, yes. same thing. Well, New they England have a new owner the, now. I mean, New England has one of the richest yes. owners in the country. I mean, don't it's know getting... they, they own the soccer team. Yeah. Right. I'm just talking about my devil. And he's better than devil I don't know, but he's still a devil. Love you, DLH. Call us. We got to hop off, man. It's almost yeah. two hours. It's please, ridiculous. Please stop this. <laughs> you keep going. I was ready you, to know you keep, like I'm not gonna hour. let you. I'm not gonna let you have like I nonsense was, last. Words. I was literally ready to cu- quit the show 55 minutes ago. It is my job to challenge you when you say asinine well, things, and, and you were you, saying a lot of asinine things and about the Lloyd Hansen. You lost. Absolutely. The Lloyd Hansen is a very good owner. He's. I, I want to keep him. I think he's better than some owners, and he's worse than others. 
Arsenal Nation, it's been fun. Let's we just we just have to cut it. Just cut it. It's too long. Don't outro. Love you. Good night. We'll don't, don't even outro. Just pause it. Just pause it. Just end it. Just pause it, please.